What is up, pod listeners? You're listening to Little Pod Big Questions with me, your host, Casey Nochi, and I'm joined in studio with my good friend, Art Thomas. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have you here, Art. Uh, we've got some good questions today, and uh, we're going to jump right in with our first question, which is a bit of a, you know, a bit of a softball to you. <laughs> but uh, I think anybody else, <laughs> this is a really big and difficult question to answer. Yeah. Uh, it, here it is. It is, when we pray for healing over someone, why doesn't that person always get healed? When we pray for healing, why doesn't that person always get healed? Mm. So there's only one time in the Bible that somebody ministered healing in Jesus' name and it didn't work. Uh, the story is told three times. It's told in uh, Matthew 17, Mark 9, and Luke 9. Um, depending on which version you're reading, I'll, I'll kind of make an amalgamation of the stories. But basically, Jesus, Peter, James, and John are up on the mount uh, where the Mount of Transfiguration, that whole story happened. And the other nine disciples are down in the valley, and this dad brings his son to them. And his son is having not just your average run-of-the-mill seizures, but uh, it's to the point where when he has a seizure, it's like throwing him into fire or water to kill him. And they're like, we're pretty sure there's a demon behind this or something. So uh, off uh, they go trying to minister, doing what they can do, and nothing's happening. Hmm. And then Peter, James, and John come down off the mountain, and the Bible says that Jesus found the disciples and the teachers of the law arguing with each other. Hmm. Uh, which I like to point out whenever we've got a lack of results, we tend to produce arguments. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't know what their arguments were, but I know what ours tend to be. <laughs> we'll say things like, uh, you know, maybe that little boy didn't have enough faith. Yeah. Maybe his dad didn't have enough faith. Maybe mm-hmm. it's you, teachers of the law. You're, you know, uh, creating this atmosphere of unbelief that, yep. uh, you know, yep. we couldn't push through. And, uh, you know, maybe we come God up with all... using this. Oh, yeah. To yeah. teach this little boy <laughs> exactly. about long suffering. Uh-huh. Yep. Or, or maybe it's for God's glory that, you know, Ugh. we've got all these, all these answers that yeah. we give. Again, I don't know what the disciples, uh, what their answers were, or their arguments, but I know Jesus showed up and he says, what are you arguing about? Mm. Teacher, I brought my boy to your disciples. They tried to drive out the demon. They couldn't do it. Please, if you can do anything, help yeah. my son. And Jesus says, if I can do anything, anything's possible for him who believes. Mm. In other words, I believe this is a piece of cake. Bring him here. And so he says, how long has he been like this? The boy's dad tells him, you know, basically all his life. And, um, and he's like, you know, please, if you can do anything, help my son. Jesus says, if I can do anything, whatever. And then uh, there's this thing about, um, uh, oh, oh, where the, the dad says, I do believe, help my unbelief. Like he didn't even know what yeah. he believed, yeah. right? And uh, Jesus did. <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't then spend time helping the dad's unbelief. You know, he didn't talk to him about it. He didn't have a little, you know, yeah. theology lesson. He just says, bring the boy to me. Mm. In fact, he didn't just say that. He said, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long will I put up with you? Yeah. Bring the boy to me. So uh, apparently he noticed something was going on that was, uh, you know, in everybody else. And he didn't blame the boy. He just brings mm. the boy. And then he says, come out of this boy, you impure spirit. And boom, it's done. Instant. So later... The disciples come to Jesus and they ask, why did it work for you and it didn't work for us? It's a good question. That is like, like the answer Jesus gives is correct in that moment, but more important than the answer is the question. 
And uh, every time I lay hands on someone and it doesn't work, I'm like, Jesus, if you did that, that would have worked. Yeah. Instead, they got me. Mm-hmm. So whether you read uh, Mark or Matthew, you get a different answer uh, from Jesus. But I, I believe they're basically the same answer. But in Matthew's gospel, he says, uh, because you had so little faith, hmm. the disciples, not the boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> not the boy's dad, not the atmosphere of unbelief or anything. He looks at the disciples. Mm-hmm. You had so little faith. And, uh, you know, I, I don't like that answer because hmm. yeah. <laughs> I pray for lots of people who don't get healed. I've had yeah. people I love die on me, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, I don't like that answer. But I realized a long time ago, like when you see how many times Jesus rebuked his disciples for a lack of faith, if I'm never getting rebuked for my lack of faith, am I really following the same Jesus? Wow. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, please, Lord, rebuke me for my lack of faith. Like, show me any aspect of my life where I am, you know, living in my own strength, my own flesh, my own limited faith. Mm. And uh, Lord, I want you to just help me to trust you 100%. So little by little, he's taught me these things. And really, here's, here's the crazy thing is everything that he's shown me in every one of these instances uh, boils down to some form of lack of faith where I was not trusting him. I was viewing the problem as bigger than it is, or Mm -hmm. I was, uh, having a wrong perspective of who God is or, or whatever. But none of this has anything to do with the sick person. Yeah. Jesus raised the dead. Dead people don't have to have faith. Yep. Dead people don't have to figure out how to receive or get the blocks out of the way or, you know, like dead people. All The only thing a dead person has to do is let you lay hands on them and dead people are really good at that. Yeah, they, they don't really object. Yeah, it's the living ones who walk away, you know. <laughs> if, if a dead person walks away, it's because it worked. It's the, uh, yeah. So I, I would say that, you know, the reason uh, that not everybody I lay hands on gets healed or you either is because I'm not perfectly like Jesus. Yeah. Like yep. he had a hundred percent results. There's nine different scriptures throughout the gospels saying that he healed every single person who came to him, yep. called to him, reached out and touched his garment, had someone else come on their behalf. Yeah. A few that he took the initiative to go up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he never said, I'm sorry, my father's building character in you. You're going to have to be a leper for a few yeah. more years. You know? Yeah. There, there are <laughs> no biblical accounts of Jesus trying to heal somebody yep. and not healing them. Yep. <laughs> None. Yep. And so we have to assume if... If Jesus had a hundred percent, you know, healing streak, if you want to call it like <laughs> right. that, right? If if Jesus yeah. was a hundred percent in healing, uh, it it must be God's will. Yeah, it must be what Jesus wants to do. Yeah, uh, it must be what He can do. Mm-hmm. And so the only other variable we have is us. Yep. And I think you I think you nailed it. Saying, I mean, I am not perfectly like Jesus mm-hmm. yet. And I'm not even talking about holiness or godliness. You know, Peter's like, why do you look at us as if by our own power or godliness, we made this Mm. man walk? It's Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him, right? Yeah. So I'm not talking about being holy enough or mature enough. Just trusting. Mm. Trusting the Father like Jesus did. Mm. That's a big deal. Yeah. And knowing that God wants healing and he wants restoration and he wants salvation you know, that's a that's a big part of of having faith is understanding the character of who your faith is in. Yep. You know, we've got it. We've, when we approach the Lord uh, asking for you know, the miraculous, we have to know that first uh, first God is who he says he is. And 
who God says he is, is Jesus. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> yeah. he goes I, you've seen me, you've seen the father. If you've seen me, yeah. you've seen the father. And you, and you look, yep. you look at all these other different, you know, you look at all these other different passages in scripture and these stories is what Jesus tells the Pharisees. And he goes, well, but you, you you're, you're looking in vain, man. I'm right here. Yeah. I'm the revelation of God. Yeah. They testify of me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, so if we, if we look at Jesus, I mean, and we have to, for every bit of theology, we have to look at Jesus for our healing theology as well. And I think it's easy uh, to it, it's it's easy to kind of play the play the blame game, you mm-hmm. know, and say, well, you know, maybe it's God. Like maybe God doesn't want to heal him, but mm-hmm. we don't get that answer ever in yeah. Scripture. Yeah, we always get the faith answer yep. <laughs> in and scripture. I, and I should like offer a little caveat here. Cause like I said, I've had people die on me and I know yeah. there's people listening who oh are like, gosh, well, you, yeah. you saying it's my fault. My mom died or, I mean, like mm-hmm. these are oh, real yeah, questions. Is, yeah. It's important. So there's a difference between taking responsibility and taking the burden. Oh, that's good. Like responsibility. Like, let's just talk, let's take healing out of the equation for a second and talk yeah. evangelism for a second. Like my, my grandparents on my mom's side, both died hating Christians and hating God. Mm. Yeah. And if I ask you, where are they now? Like, hopefully you'll be tactful and gentle and nice. But yeah, eventually yeah. we got to come to a conclusion that they didn't make it, you know. Yeah. And so the wow. question then is, well, well, whose fault is that? I mean, well, OK, yeah, they're they're only accountable for their own decisions. But mm-hmm. I'm always going to be wondering, like, could we have preached the gospel more clearly? Could mm-hmm. we have loved more effectively? Uh, is there any factor we could have done that would have tipped the scales and mm-hmm. helped them to make a different decision? And, um, and I can beat myself up with those kind of questions. And that's, that's carrying the emotional weight yeah. of that thing. But the Bible says to cast your burdens on Jesus because right. he cares for you. Hmm. Um, so it's like if the person gets healed, I'm not going to take the glory. Yeah. So if they don't get healed, I'm not going to take the burden. That's right. That all belongs to Jesus. But I do want to take enough responsibility to say, okay, Lord, uh, we lost a couple people there. Um, and maybe I could have shared the gospel more clearly or whatever, but... Would you help me mm-hmm. in the future to share the gospel more clearly, to exactly. love more effectively, yeah. to, you know, to go all out representing you? And uh, maybe someone else we're going to tip the scales for. Yeah. And I want to do that with healing ministry, too. You That's know, good. I'm not going to beat myself up over yesterday. I mean, if if it was that big of a deal, it, like mm-hmm. we, we have this very limited human perspective uh, but when you pan out and you realize that this is just a speck in the ocean of eternity, mm-hmm. like this is nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, if it was that big of a deal, then God would have healed despite me, mm. <laughs> right? There, there are times when he heals despite us and times when he heals because of us. Yeah. And uh, in my personal experience, I kind of think he mostly heals despite me, mm. you know, just because he's merciful and he's good. But there are there are times when he's teaching us to trust him yeah and if he's willing to send people to hell for lack of faith Mm. then it shouldn't be much of a stretch for me to know that he would be willing to not heal somebody through my hands if i'm not trusting Mm. you know that's that's so much smaller in comparison Uh, he wants to teach us faith and he wants us to learn to trust him because it's that important wow man great question great great question